nobody's broken the the vow of fart silence on a podcast yet. So okay, we'll, well see. I'll try not to be the first. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll have to have a party then. Anyway, welcome back to Putton Mashers, the podcast where we nerd out about video games. There's my foot there in between the couches. I'm going to hide that. You don't want to see that. Mm -mm. I'm Chris, and with me is my lovely friend Mike with a cool beanie Mm -hmm. uh, and sweet glasses, you know, uh, sporting that uh, nerdware from nerdware.com. That's not a real thing. No, these are actually government glasses. Oh, darn. (laughs) We're sponsored by the United States government. Uh, go to usglasses.com slash button mashers and get 10% off of 10% your, off of your free government glasses. Free government glasses. What's yeah. 10% off of free? Uh, still free. Yeah. So uh, Cheaper than... Yeah. And uh, you also get to show support for the show. That's not a real sponsor. Mm-hmm. Hashtag not an ad. No. Um, Anyway, we're going to start with some housekeeping right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're back on a new set. Uh, as you can see. Look at this. Uh, There's so much work that went uh, into Connor this. Connor is dead. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, Connor was the guy who hosted the show with me before yeah, he yeah, came yeah. along. He'll we're still be here. Rotation we'll we'll, ro- we'll rotate yeah. around because, you know, schedules are tough. It's like divorced uh, parents in custody. You, yeah, if you... Uh, if you even once looked at the upload schedule on the YouTube channel, you who you've known were bad at scheduling stuff. So hopefully now we'll be able to rotate better and, and do more stuff. You also see these nice empty chairs in the video version of the thing. They're so empty. Uh, uh, YouTube.com slash Game of Dorks. When are we going to get more people for it? Um, when more people care about the show. Oh, okay. Uh, so hopefully let's make it good. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway... Um, Oh yeah, see, you know what's funny? I didn't even look at that, and I wrote that in the thing. New set, exciting. Doesn't mean the show will be good, so don't get your hopes up. There you go. You yeah, know that's that should be the slogan of the show. Don't get your hopes up. He planned ahead. Uh, already. Uh, so also just wanted to mention real quick that yeah. it is Pearl Harbor Day. So, uh, um, that's pretty interesting. Is is there like a thing you're supposed to say on Pearl Harbor Day, or like no, like you're uh, just supposed to. I don't know. Have a moment of silence in your head or something. I have no idea, man. It happened a long time ago. All right. If you're if you're listening or watching, pause it. Take a moment of silence and then come back. Yeah. Uh, do it right now. Yeah. Well, unless you're listening to it not yeah. on Pearl Harbor Day, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Then uh, you are you either know if you're a good or bad person. <laughs> um, okay. I'm obviously the bad one because I had no idea. Clearly. Uh, anyway, lots Ooh. of things are happening. In video games. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm going to put this paper down so it doesn't look like I'm just reading. Uh, but actually, we're getting to the first story, so I should be well, reading. I got it right here. You can read it right here. I'm just making well, sure that don't my have mic your, isn't backwards like last paper time. paper crumpling all over the place. <laughs> Welcome to some paper ASMR. Uh, all right. Are you um, feeling good yet? So we have, we have the story on the computer here. Mm-hmm. So this is a story about Shadow of War from Kotaku. Oh, yeah. So... I should I should uh, let my co-host join in on the conversation. Do you want to read some some select quotes? So I, I took a look at this article and honestly don't understand what's happening. Like I I liked uh, Shadow of Mordor a lot. Uh, so the Kotaku 
article says, uh, quote, five of my orcs died in Shadow of War yesterday. I callously dropped them one by one into the game's new online fight pits, uh, and they didn't make it out. You have no control over your orc during these fights unless crossing your fingers counts as control. You must simply hope that this skill level and his strength and weaknesses will be sufficient to overcome those. Oh, yeah, hold on. It's fine. Can we restart that segment? Um, no, we'll just plow through. <laughs> That's what we do on this yeah. show. Oh, I'm sorry. Just barrel through. Somebody try to call me. And it's it's fine. Okay. So anyways, um, yeah, end quote. Uh, basically, like, my understanding of it is that it's just a mess. <laughs> it, it really is. It's... <laughs> This is basically like the AAA version of like those browser games where you like yeah. are a werewolf and then you fight other werewolves and then like when you fight it just gives you a, a text adventure breakdown of the fight and then tells you you lost or you won. Here's a reward. Yeah, and you have no control over it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I messed around with Clash of Clans a little bit a while back just because it was something to do on my iPad and yeah. like you don't I, I was very upset you don't have any control you spent all that time and effort building the base raising the troops you know like mm-hmm. and when you go to fight something you have no control over it yeah that's the thing like the frustrating thing about Clash of Clans is that in the competitive scene to be good you have to just continuously pour money into that thing and yeah. <sighs> Here's the thing that that baffles me is that that AAA development teams look at mobile as an inspiration to what they could do, another warning of what they shouldn't do, because like, like I don't know, like do you not see how different the mobile games audience is versus like the console games audience? It's just like very clear to me that. Um, that in 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 the space of PC gaming and console gaming, you can't just start introducing these money-grubbing concepts because these people are a lot more involved. It's basically like it's basically like trying to do like uh, a middle school lunch system where you have to grab healthy food in college. People are gonna be like, "But I want to be able to choose what I eat. I'm old now. <laughs> like you can't." Those are different crowds. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, it, it's 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 interesting that we're starting. I mean, not just starting. We've been seeing uh, a lot of this um, mobile game adaptation of like uh, different different um, things that mobile games do being put into full fledged AAA titles. And like the thing about thing about that is is like mobile games are made to be played when you're bored taking a crap. I mean, like, it's not, they're not, right. you know, a hardcore, I'm sitting down for the evening and trying to feel accomplished in this certain way. They're, they're for, like, very short-term, small gratifications while you're bored doing something um, out and about. Uh, I know a lot of people actually do play them regularly now, but it's, they're, they're just not. Um, so, so trying to implement certain systems that work in these mobile games, um, I mean, like, we're, we're going to get to it in a minute, but, like, loot crates, for instance, like, those microtransactions, that all started with with the mobile game scene. Right, and, and League of Legends. I just don't like that the AAA game industry now has decided, hey, we are going to try every single way to nickel and dime our customers. Totally. It's, 
it's like um sure like you could make the argument that like isn't that what like arcades used to be but like you it's it's like even more muddying the waters now because like when i drop a coin into a machine somewhere like i know there's one of five things i'll be getting versus when i drop two dollars into a loot box and like this is sort of i think like my big thing that i think a lot of people have been missing is like the value of the loot in the box doesn't nearly equal uh what you could uh be getting in uh like other real life chance systems um like i know what i'm paying for with a quarter in an arcade i know there's one of five possible outcomes when i drop a quarter into like a toy machine that gives me one at random they're all characters they're all like the same amount of value quote unquote they're not like if 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 i go to a to a batman like gumball machine type thing and i know i can get either batman or superman or like a couple other dc characters those are all character models yeah. they're not hats but i mean like what i like my my thing with it too is um you know they they have these like false rarities to to some of these loot boxes and stuff like mm-hmm. that and it's like you you're chasing something that literally costs the company that is giving it to you no extra money because it's all there. It is all just right. random chance. It's a skin. Um, but like, when if you look at like booster packs for like Magic the Gathering or something like that, yeah, it's kind of the same idea. But the thing is, is that it's tangible, and only a certain number of those cards were printed. And also, they're all cards. Yeah. You you don't open a pack of Magic the Gathering and get a skin for a card or like a plastic cover sheet for a card. Like you see what I'm saying? They're all be. cards. Sure, some of them are more rare, but like you you you're guaranteed cards whereas in a loot box you're guaranteed like voice lines. Like the the base value of the the lowest common denominator that you're going to get is much lower in a loot box than in a pack of cards. There's also like the aspect of collecting in a pack of cards. Yeah. Like I used to really be into Pokemon cards as a kid. Of course. I never battled anyone once. Nope. It was all about like being like how many cards do you have? Oh, you have the Pikachu. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like uh it was about that. Um and and a lot more than it was about like beating somebody and like or like showing off. I mean, I guess the showing yeah. off aspect was in it, but it was I don't know. It just feels like the value of a loot box, the base value, like the worst prize in a loot box is way way worse than the worst prize in a pack of cards or a gumball machine. So I just want to, yeah, I just want to point this out too with like uh, loot boxes because we're gonna get into more of like a huge controversy mm-hmm. that happened recently uh later but um so i've been calling i've been playing call of duty world war ii because uh, mm-hmm. you know i'm a sucker i really have been waiting for a world war ii shooter on this generation of consoles and i'm right. i'm happy to see one um but the the loot crates are a freaking scam i mean you go in you have you have emotes you have character emotes which do not matter at all Victory poses, but, right? But here's the real shitty part about it. They have literally the same character animations for different emotes. 
that just have different titles and little ways that the uh, emotes come out. So, so it's like uh, a high five is the same as a hell yeah kind of thing. And it's just, it just has like, yeah, different text, D- just bottom. different text at the bottom of the screen that nobody reads. And, and what, yeah. what makes it worse too, is that the same animations show up in different rarities. I've had an animation that shows up as a rare, uh, in the box mm-hmm. and comes down with the same animation uh, as a common. And what I, what I find very like how gross that is, is because it's just to pad the loot table mm-hmm. so that more crap that people don't actually want comes out of those boxes so that the guns and the more, you know, uh, sought after prizes from right. those stay in uh, and you have to buy more and more. Totally. But I do have to also say that Call of Duty World War II is pretty generous at giving you loot boxes. I've unlocked right. way, way, way much stuff, and I haven't spent any money on that. And so since we're talking about the amount of stuff you can do in mm-hmm. Call of Duty with <laughs> loot, we should, I guess, move on to uh, our next story, which is uh, that Destiny, Christopher Cyrus came out, and people are not happy because... Destiny has locked stuff behind the DLC paywalls. Pretty much, yeah. Basically, this is another article from Kotaku. Um, by the way, if you like following game news, Kotaku, excellent website. Oh, yeah. Uh, read them every once I don't think that's new news. Uh, I know. People I'm, know Kotaku. Listen, I want to I wanna, I wanna throw in into the <laughs> Kotaku is great yeah. pile because yeah. it's, it's true. I agree. Uh, if you're cynical about giant corporations in video game news, Kotaku is one of the best ones. Oh, if we're doing that too, I might also suggest checking out Jim Sterling's channel. Yeah. You know, the Jimquisition.com or Absolutely. Jim Sterling because he is just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, gotta love him. Stardust. <laughs> anyway, um, so what's happening with Chris Osiris? Um, I'm going to read read some excerpts of this article, is um, Curse of Osiris raises the caps on Destiny 2 character and power levels. It raises the requirements for endgame activities across the board, like the Raid and Nightfall Strike. Whereas in vanilla Destiny 2, the tougher prestige versions of both the Raid and Nightfall asked, to, asked you to have a minimum power level of 300, they now want you to be 330. The problem here is that if you don't have Curse of Osiris, you're capped at 305 power. And you can't actually enter those activities until you buy the expansion. Here's the kicker, and this is what uh, grinds my gears yeah, as a... Uh, as Family Guy would like to overuse that <laughs> meme. Um, if you can't beat the Prestige Raid or Prestige Nightfall, you can't get one of the game's achievements called the Prestige, which means you can't get a Destiny 2 Platinum Trophy without the DLC. Um, Yikes. So they did this in Destiny 1. This isn't a new thing. Um, they When they upgraded the... Um, when When the first expansion came out for Destiny 1, the same kind of thing happened. Um, in terms of like everything in the the system was bumped up a peg um, in terms of like what you needed to have to get into stuff so your gear check was a lot higher but um, bringing it back now um, it's good it's good to bring this kind of shenanigans up because it it's never okay especially when you're gonna when you're gonna lock a trophy behind it like I would I would find it. Okay, if like the prestige nightfall 
I know because I, I I still don't have that trophy. I was like, that, yeah. that's one of the only three trophies I need in Destiny Two. Hey, guess what? Those those government <laughs> glasses. You're gonna have to return one of those lenses. Yeah, so I can and pay. And if for you them. want it back, it's gonna be another twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, and well, that's a good metaphor. But it, it, I don't know it. So, God. So the big the big issue here is that this kind of move is okay in an MMO and we've been calling destiny to an MMO for a long time, but, uh, Bungie, you know, doesn't want to call it an MMO and, and we don't really even want to call it an MMO because it isn't, but right. they don't want it. They marketed it for destiny one as an MMO. And it's just like, it's so simple. Yeah. It's so simple to fix this. Rocket league does this really well. If you grab the platinum in rocket league and don't have the DLC, it still says you have the platinum, and it just doesn't give you next to it. You just don't have the hundred percent. Oh well, no, no, this this isn't gonna take the platinum away from anybody. It just doesn't let people who only own the base game earn right. that trophy, which is really crappy. That's what I'm saying. Is like in Rocket League, you can yeah. earn the platinum without getting the DLC trophies. You just won't have the hundred percent bar next to your platinum when yeah. people check it out. Well, because you know, yeah, I know what you're saying. Because usually, what they do on on PlayStation is that you have your main game um, for the hundred percent, you know, thing, right. and and that's where the platinum trophies are. And whenever you have like DLC or expansions, they have individual new trophy lists right. for them. So this kind of is is still on the list for the original platinum of the vanilla game but oh, should God. actually be in its own list. Yeah, it should be on the new Curse of Osiris list. Oh, that's the worst. It's yeah, that's it's frustrating cuz that again like I said was like one of the right. three I needed. It's just like you're you're taking skill out of a game. This is like this is like the trophy quote like this makes me feel as angry as like when like the there, I don't know if you remember like for a while a couple games tried this the a loot system like a couple like free to play mobile knockoff games tried a loot system where you rent gear you don't own it oh my god so like you don't you don't buy a gun you rent it from the store and then you literally have a timer that you can extend with in game currency that you can buy and uh like. That's basically like where we're <laughs> like where everything is going is like, hey, let's give them let's let's somehow limit the amount of joy that can come from this so that if so that once people get hooked and they want more, they they have to pay up. But I think I think I wouldn't really I wouldn't use that as like an equivalent to what's going on here right now, but it you kinda um, what I would say... It's just like you take it back. Yeah. You give them the content, you give them the loot, yep. you give them the whatever, and then you go, hey, you didn't get the platinum? Well, <laughs> We're raising the prices. Because see, here's the, here's the thing, though, is like, in, in World <sighs> of Warcraft, uh, Burning Crusade had, like, heroic stuff. Well, let's go with Wrath of the Lich King, because Wrath of the Lich King was the best expansion ever. But, um, so you have... Uh, your heroic uh, dungeons, right? So when Cataclysm came out, you could mm -hmm. still go back and do those heroic dungeons. You could even do all of that crap, um, you know, up, if you didn't buy Cataclysm, you could still do that and complete it. But now, uh, instead of having, you know, separate 
prestige ones, uh, you you should have like a 305 prestige nightfall and a 330 prestige nightfall. That's that's where I'm kind of landing on this. There should be one for each. Just make tier a harder one. Gear checking. Yeah. Double prestige. Yeah. That's a stupid name. Don't do that. But like, <laughs> that's all you need to do is just yeah. just make it a little bit harder. Just. Have prestige. You literally yeah. just click on it and have it say, "Okay, well, here's prestige three hundred five and prestige three thirty. You you choose which one, and obviously you have to have the gear to make the selection. So listen, we're getting carried away here. We're like suggesting that DLC needs to add more content. Like, I'm not. We no, need to I'm calm not. Down. No, 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 oh my god, yeah, no. <laughs> god forbid they added new content. Yeah, um, Destiny Two was boring and recycled. Anyways, I was getting. I just I had enough of that. I feel like a lot of people. Once that, once that initial charm of playing through it has worn off and a lot of people are now looking back at it like, was it that good or did I just have roast into glasses? And some people still love it and good for you, but like, hey, like, I just don't understand it. Like, a lot of these things seem like simple, like, easy to see solutions. It... <laughs> You know, like the the thing that frustrates me is like I I I'll bet you a hundred dollars that there's a developer somewhere for Shadow of War and like there's people for Shadow of War and there's people for Destiny going, hey um I don't want to like I don't want to say I told you so but like I brought it up at, at three meetings that this could be a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. they're probably banging their head against their computer, being like nobody listens to me. Yeah, like the- it's just like it seems so easy to fix this yeah 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 they they want that quarter man that yeah that that that's gonna transition pretty well into the next conversation with about you know dice and ea but um next page yeah i i i don't know like destiny um destiny 2 for that matter uh you had a good like you started it um and you could reach the level cap so quickly but once you reach the level cap there's really nothing to do because there's no and so you go do that however while trying to do that you are stuck behind the only way to upgrade things is by the fact that they give you weekly powerful engrams instead of you know so the only way to get upgraded gear once you get to a certain point is through those things Mm-hmm. Because you can't get a 300 drop, period, unless you're, like, doing the raid all the time. Right. And, you can, you know, it's just, it's very frustrating. And, like, to be clear, sorry, were you going to? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, so, like, my hunter, for instance, like, I she was at 300. I, I was like, okay, let's, let's well, she was at, like, 299 base, so, like, 304 actual power level. And uh, I was like, okay, let's get this going. Let's uh, let's get this to 305 this week. I only need one piece of gear, and it's my hunter's mark. I need one piece of gear. I grinded. I got every single powerful engram I could, which was almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and still, like I even got the the guild or the yeah the guild ones, the clan ones, whatever wow. the hell it was, and and didn't get it. So th- there's no like actual. I just didn't feel like I was working for gear. I was working for the chance. Yeah. But I mean, again, that's kind of like World right. of Warcraft, but in, in, in certain aspects, I feel like World of Warcraft was, mm-hmm. it, it took more effort and skill to do right. that stuff. So just the, the, 
differential the differential between skill and chance was uh, on a totally different level. Yeah. And I'm gonna bring up Rocket League here again, again. because um, theoretically, you could make the case that in Rocket League you are rewarded with chests that you don't have to buy keys for. Oh God! Uh, but uh, number one. You don't always get a chest. Sometimes you just straight up get stuff. It's not going to be rare stuff, but you get stuff. So you have customizability. Also, B, there are there is a straight up store where you can just buy a, a couple cars if you like that, yeah, that look really sweet. Are you using real world money? Real world? Yeah, you are. See, but yeah, that's the thing that's cool. It's like you can straight up buy what car you want to buy. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, it's like hey, a here's crate. two yeah. bucks and you get a car that has its own. And and here's the cool thing is you can't win that car. Mm-hmm. So if if I buy a car that comes with it, like if you buy the Batmobile that comes with its own goal sound, it comes with its own nitro boost, with its own um, like um, uh, like everything is custom made with that car, and only the people who buy that can can use that. You can't win it. So so what's great about that is is it's literally just DLC and uh but my my favorite part about Rocket League is there is like when you when you're in the main menu of the game there is like a news thing like hey check out this stream or this tournament nowhere in there is there like hey this new thing this new thing is here go buy some keys so like they don't they don't shove it down your throat there's like never is there the shadow of wall of war like Orc guy rubbing his hands, yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, "You can, you can buy some so, um, if you want." That option is there, and if you if you don't want to do it, what you can do is you can just grab the chests that you've unopened and trade them with other players for like stuff that they have that you want. Yeah. So like, there's a way to do it without spending money, and the game isn't like always like. Uh, elbowing your shoulder like hey you know you could spend money if you wanted and then they back off like but you don't have to like rocket league is just like hey it's here and then they never mention it again i think i think if you want to look at well, first off, I, I can't stand the whole like steam started that bullshit where they're just like yeah we're gonna give you some crates but you have to buy the keys to do it that's like a tantalizing pain in the ass right mm-hmm. like that is absolutely obnoxious um but the the thing I'd say the best game for microtransactions period is Warframe. Mm-hmm. Um, you can yes, you can buy things. It does not feel like pay to win. It it, it just totally. works. Um, All cosmetic. Everything is fair. No, you can buy frames and weapons and stuff like that. But it's cooperative game. So right. But like everything. Um, every almost everything on that store is attain, obtainable through gameplay. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. can, li- and then, and that's that's another thing too. Is like I really really like games. Everything that's not cosmetic is obtainable through games play, like gameplay in mm-hmm. that game. So anything that you see on that store, that is not a cosmetic upgrade, is available to you through just playing the game. Mm-hmm. It's just going to take a long time, but at the same right. time, the game is a lot of fun. I don't see why you wouldn't it's put just, time into it. Yeah, it just comes down to the idea of of earning versus grinding your stuff. Yeah. Like, and it's uh, like, uh, it reminds me another thing in Rocket League is like, you can't buy a, a crate. You have to earn it 
through winning a match. Yeah, and you don't always you don't always get it. Sure, you have to buy a key, and that key gives you a roll at stuff. And there's different rarities of crates, but um, it's all cosmetic, um, and um, and um, like you, yeah. There's like skill tied to it. Again, you have to win a match, and um, the keys uh, aren't like incredibly pricey. And if you have some rare stuff, like you can trade keys. So if 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 you um, th- theoretically you could um, like oh like just buy a couple keys, spend a like very low amounts of money and then just keep trading stuff and, and, and doing more stuff. And it like, sure. And like, there's always a ceiling in any microtransaction system where it's like, I'm probably going to have to spend money. Otherwise it's, it's a bit of a grind. The, to me, the difference between a good and a bad system is, is how high that ceiling is and how much you can do without spending money. And in games like rocket league and like you're mentioning warframe, there seems to be a lot of flexibility before you spend money. And I'm totally okay with spending money if you give me that flexibility and options and different ways of doing things. And if your price structure is reasonable, um, like, uh, it, uh, like keys in Rocket League are like a couple bucks. It's really not. Yeah, but if you look at like a couple bucks over a period of time for all the crates you're going to have to right. try and unlock, that's a lot of bucks. Totally. A lot of bucks. But none of that affects gameplay. It's just cosmetics. And, right. and uh, like, I still, I, I'm still not I, a fan. I even, yeah, I don't like the whole, it's just cosmetics things. But Rocket League is free, first place. Like, my, my biggest issue is, is if you have to pay $60 for a game, you shouldn't have to right. nickel and dime everything else. Right. So, that's fair. And Rocket League is, I think, 30 or sometimes 20 when it's on sale. Oh, you have to pay for Rocket League? Yeah, Rocket League is not free. Oh, then it should not have loot crates, period. Oh, right. I do not like that. And I, oh, that is horrible. The uh, the thing, I mean, screw it. I mean, yeah, it's only cosmetics, but still, right. it's a pain in the ass. It's it's a pain in the ass, but to me, like... Warframe's free. Right. <laughs> I, I, I guess I don't mind it in Rocket League because it doesn't shove it down my throat. Um... It's 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 one of those things again where you can, you can't unlock things just by playing. And uh, sure, it's sure it's not everything, but um, if 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 I just like playing that game, and there's still a ton of customization that's free, uh, then I can just do that. And uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel like any of it is like really greedy. And and the thing is that th- those systems had like Rocket League the game is now totally different from when it launched. Like they've added so much, you can see where the money from the microtransactions is going. They added like three game modes, and now they're doing seasonal maps, and they're doing like a lot of stuff that's free. So like. I don't know. I feel like I'm okay with with that if if it's done right. So so the the thing there though is that I I have a problem with the fact that the base game costs money. Mm-hmm. So if the base game costs money, um, you know, charge 
However, the game, you know, honestly, I think Rocket League programming wise, it's not a huge studio. They're not wasting a ton of money on making it. So 30 bucks is fine for the game. Right. But that should allow you to get everything that you need within the game without having to pay microtransactions. I don't care if they feel fair or not. Like it's right. still kind of an irritating thing. And, and it, it is cool that you see that money going into a lot of free content upgrades. I do appreciate that they are doing free content upgrades. There's nothing worse than buying loot crates in a game and then having to pay for an expansion Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Warframe, I mean, I just, I have to say, like, uh, this is going to be, uh, I was going to mention it on my list of, you know, upcoming games, even though it already came out, but it's something that I'm excited to play, is the Planes of Eidolon and Warframe. That's a new thing. It's like a brand new game. The game is completely different. It's a whole open world environment. It's it's crazy big. Uh, there's social, there's a huge social hub mm-hmm. that's new now. It's, it's much more RPG-esque. Uh, they did a graphics overhaul like a couple of months before they released Planes of Eidolon. Um, they complete. They, they constantly release new frames. I mean, like the money going into it. Uh, there was there was a funny quote. Uh, I can't remember who did the interview. It might have it might have been Kotaku, um, where they asked the uh, creators of Warframe. So, how does it feel to have made Destiny but good? That's that's cool. That's a fun question. And it's it's funny because it came out before Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Destiny took yeah. a lot from that game. I do however feel that like if you if you uh, if you are making a game as a, a game as a service, right? A game that's oh, supposed God. to theoretically live forever. <laughs> that that is not sustainable if it's not free just based off of it like you're gonna run out of money eventually like you see what i'm saying yeah um well they they want you to and that doesn't make any sense either like they want you to just buy that one game and constantly buy things for that game it's like so you want me to buy so yeah you want me to buy battlefront 2 and constantly sink money into that so what happens when battlefield 5 next i guess battlefield 5 would be next right. or i mean or battlefront if they go battle three. if they go battlefield well Whatever. no you know you, you follow the same game right. you know you'll always go in the series and you'll buy the new one but mm-hmm. i'm saying like other ea franchises uh, that are around it. So whatever the new battlefield will be whether it's whatever time period it's in but so i you want me to keep playing star wars battlefront 2 by by locking me into this games as service bullshit even though you know they We'll right. talk about that in a second. Um, but, you know, I, you also want me to buy your other games right. and use those games as a service. And that's what I like about It's Psyonics. not sustainable. They've said in interviews, like, there's never going to be a Rocket League 2 because that wouldn't be fair to the players. No. They've said, like, we're just going to keep doing, like, seasonal arenas, free updates, all this crazy stuff. Yep. That's what Warframe and, does. Yeah, and, like, it's great. And i got to say, I've, I've sunk the... Uh, the two games I've sunk the most money in my life on are World of Warcraft and um, uh, and Warframe. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't play Warframe for that long. I only played it for a couple of months, but I was very willing to sink that money into it because totally. I could see that I didn't have to pay a dime for this game. There is a lot of cool stuff that I want right. to unlock, and I don't want to wait. And I just, you know, was like, and and could see, hey, we we're doing an update in like a month that's gonna re- mm-hmm. overhaul the entire graphics of one whole planet and 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 the lighting yeah. for everything. And I was like, 
oh, well, hey, I'll help fund that because you guys are doing it. They're, they're consistently upgrading the graphics as they go along. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's a whole. Yeah. Keep your game. If that is a game as a service, you don't have sequels and you don't have fucking add-ons that you have to pay for. Totally. totally. That's, I think, what we're getting at with, right. the, with, the, with yeah. the Destiny 2 stuff. Yeah, here. it's that argument of, like, if you see... If you see that that what you're getting for your microtransactions beyond the loot is all these free updates and like all this content and the developers are honest with you and and they treat the money that you give them with respect, you can I feel like then you know um that that makes it okay and like sure um you could have a world where Warframe was 30 bucks and didn't have any chests, but they probably wouldn't be able to do like a lot of the cool overhauls see, that doesn't happen. Yeah. But like yeah. Warframe doesn't even have the bullshit loot chests. Right. Because it's not it just random a, chance. It just has a straight up store. Just straight up store. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing that I would say Rocket League does need is more options for a straight up store. Uh, cause there's, a, there's, those are limited. Anyway, we should move on. We yeah, spend so, a lot of, yeah. So that, that, that basically almost covered everything. I guess our topic in, of the show is, is part of this is the yeah. stories now. Uh, that, that, that covered most of the, uh, the two ones that we were going to do here. Cause we were also right. going to talk about, uh, Battlefront. Let's, uh, um, let's talk about Battlefront. Yeah. Now we do have a, a, uh, a quote from an article by GameSpot in here, but I do want to point out that, uh, PSU, uh, is now reporting that, uh, microtransactions may not return after all to Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. So DICE and EA, after getting their shit handed to them and losing billions of dollars in stock prices and having Disney get all pissy and saying, yep. hey, if you don't cut the shit, we might take your license for Star Wars away. Um, they, they, I don't know, like, they, they finally were like, yeah, we can't do it. But here's the kicker, though, is EA still doing it in other games like UFC and totally, all their sports totally. games. They're, they're trying to get away with the same crap. FIFA has had this problem for forever. It has. Like, the UFC right now is worse because there's there's things you get from loot crates just to hit with a punch. That's Your so punches bad. are random so rolls. So you have to have an upgrade your punch from a loot box what's funny is like what? i'm trying to think of a joke that would be like well the next thing you know this and this will be behind a loot crate but i can't come up with anything could you worse yeah, but like you know, i like, almost wanted to be like next thing you know haircuts will be oh wait they did that yeah. next thing you know like like uh, a punch oh they did that no because that's literally yeah this is literally it's pay crazy. to win it's literally pay to win i mean you, you obviously can't buy the the epic punching off the bat, but you 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 have you can pay more for more crates to get it wow. faster. And like the thing too is, could you imagine if that kind of thing was in Street Fighter or Super Smash Brothers? Like, what if Nintendo pulled that shit with Super Smash Brothers? Yeah, people would be crazy that you had a random roll on your punch, and you could buy something. You you have to buy an amiibo to make it better. Oh come on, yeah. <laughs> you, you buy an amiibo with a fist. <laughs> yeah, like you buy the fist amiibo to upgrade your yeah. punch. And like they what? could have done it. They could have done it. They could have done it with arms. They could have done it with like Mario Kart. Like they could have done. Yeah. The the new Mario has hats and outfits. 
Yeah, and they still don't even have loot like microtransactions in it. Yep. They're just in the game where you can earn them they by playing. They have multiple currencies in the game and none of it is purchasable. Yeah, it's like it's like what what a concept that when you buy a right. full priced game that you get everything that is in that game. Because I just want to point this out to everybody who doesn't understand this yet. Loot crates all of that stuff is technically in the game you bought already. You are paying right. more to access stuff that is in something you bought already. It costs them nothing to totally. do the loot boxes because they're not tangible items. They are all code. It's like when people found out that DLC was already on the disc Horse armor. waiting to get unlocked. Yeah, yeah horse absolutely. armor for Bethesda. Yeah, <laughs> for terrible. Oblivion. We should actually read, though, the changes that DICE has made. So, basically, DICE has bumped all the credits that you earn in-game. They've also increased the cap on how many credits you can earn in arcade mode every day. It's crazy that there's yeah, a limit. Up to 1,500. Yeah, that's weird that there's a limit. Uh, Because that seems like the most dedicated players would be the ones who are grinding it out. Well, there's also punishing them the, for the, being fans of your game. Yeah, there's also already a uh, an issue because um, the way it works is like, and it says earlier in the article, uh, quote, a common complaint uh, among fans has been that the game is too slow due to uh, the, the way they dole out credits, mm -hmm. and that your performance factors in very little, leading some players to find ways to idle in-game by running circles to rack up rewards. So basically, they reward you for how long you spend in a match, so it's not about really... I mean, there's a minor amount of how well you do, but like really the majority of your credits come from how long you spent in a match. So there's no incentive to complete a match and do well and complete it quickly. You want to try and drag it out to get the most credits. Mm -hmm. And that, 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 that doesn't make much sense. So like even the top tier player will make nearly the same amount of credits as the person who came last on the losing team. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's... It, there's just a lot of really confusing and conflicting methodologies that this game uses. There's like this whole idea that you want Battlefront 2 to be casual, pop in, play for a bit, pop out, because it punishes you for repeating things. Destiny does too, reducing the XP you get to oh, yeah, earn right engrams. Fixing, uh, yeah. And um, at the same time, the grinding required for to unlock stuff are so high that you have to grind to 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 unlock stuff but you can't grind that's not how they want you to play so like i don't understand uh, yeah and, and this is this is the thing too it's like you want to you want to keep players so you're limiting them to how much they can earn a day which is kind of the opposite of destiny in terms of like actual gear the the eververse loot box level stuff that's that's what the the cap was on but like mm -hmm. you can you can get as much gear but they both both of those games have this stupid um like we we are going to limit the player per day what they can do to keep them coming back uh and and you're like well i that doesn't I, make any sense though yeah like well, first off doesn't it cost you more money to constantly have to keep your servers open like yeah, how many, is 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 the money from the microtransaction? Uh, you know, like 
does that pay enough? I mean, like, are you really making, of course they're making way more than enough to, to offset the costs of, you know, like maintenance and, and patching, but you notice the only reason they do that is because the patches for both of these games have been so lazy so far. And I can understand kind of how Battlefront 2 is going a little slower because it's, you know, like they designed the multiplayer to be based on microtransactions. Right. So they have to rework the whole thing. But at the same time, it's a little, it's it's too little too late. I just, I don't understand how, uh, how, and whoever greenlit this system looked at the playtester complaints, which there must have been a lot of, and said, nah, it'll be fine. Like, I just... It doesn't make any sense to me. This is... Like, EA especially should be able to foresee player anger because they've dealt with it on so many they occasions. They care. I know, but there is a ceiling, again on what you can do and get away with. I mean, I guess... I mean, after the company was voted the worst company in the world a second time in a row, um, like, they came out and stated, oh, yeah, we're going to change and be more attuned to what the players want and stuff like that. You look at that. You I look think... at Activision's new patent for the, the loot right. box stuff. I mean, it's just... Um... Just play some indie games and buy a Switch, man. Play Warframe. Yeah. Um, I, I actually have been meaning to try that. Yeah, it, it's basically what... Um, it's exactly what uh, Bungie tried to sell us that Destiny would be. Right. The story is a bit ever weak. ever-evolving... Yeah, the thing. story's a bit weak, yeah. but this is... Uh, yeah, Warframe. I mean, uh, not to mention it definitely feels more like an MMO because you have more customization of what your gear right. does and everything like that. So let's uh, let's talk about the government a little bit. Oh, the government! Because um, uh, because you can buy government glasses at no. <laughs> because uh, because they seem um, there there seems to be a lot of like um, state and country authorities being like, huh? What's happening over here? Um. Should we uh should we do something? Uh Belgium has stated that they're looking into it. Um Hawaii has stated ha, ha, Hawaii is actually already working on legislation uh against this. Um yeah. there's talks of loot boxes as a concept being banned uh, in uh, the EU. I think they were already banned in one country in particular. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, yeah. I I know that uh, I know that China was one of the first to start regulating them. Well, they wanted to to see the drop rates. Yeah, and I think that's Overwatch. That's and fair. Then they have to label it on the scratch cards for lottery. They should have to do it for for yeah. it's gambling. It is gambling. I don't care what people say. It is gambling. Totally. I think I think like the to me it's gambling mainly because again the value of what you get. Um, out of a loot crate most of the time is so low that it might as well be nothing. Um, a, a voice line or a victory post for a character you either don't have or don't care about. Um, but also, again, it's not a tangible thing. So, like, right. it, it literally 
cost them whatever it cost them to program it the first time they did it and they just roll it out over and over and over again that's all totally so i mean since it's not a tangible item how can you weigh the value of it what kind of regulations do you think would be beneficial for this i think that anything with loot boxes should be in games that are rated m for mature so that children mm-hmm. can't play them right I think just like on the back of the box, you have stickers, how many players can play this, how many, yeah. uh, how much online connectivity ESRB. is there. There should be business model and there should be a sticker that says, that says microtransactions and there should be a separate sticker that says loot boxes and there should be a separate sticker that says both. <laughs> um, both, both ones should stickers. be like bright red. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree. I think, yeah, I think it should be well aware. Players right. should be well aware. Of what they're getting. I think Metacritic is planning to do that to 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 show business models, but don't quote me on that. Hey, if we're wrong about anything, you know, you have the comments sections. Just please try not to yell at us. We try. Yeah, we try. Um, Um, we try. Do we? It says, do we? You wanted to say, do we need the government for this crisis? Um, I think we do need it. I know. Back. I'm just worried about. Um, just sorry to quickly to clarify. I'm just the thing I like I'm worried that the disconnect between the information that we as gamers who have our hand uh to the pulse of the industry uh and the information that government officials know is going to cause some well, wacky regulations that aren't going to make any sense or potentially could make it worse for everybody. Oh so here here's how I look at it like this. Okay, so Back in the nineties, uh, I remember when the ESRB was created. Um, mm-hmm. uh, not not necessarily from like firsthand accounts as being a huge gamer at that time, but I, I do remember seeing you know suddenly seeing ESRB ratings on games out of nowhere. I, I wasn't aware of the controversy though. However, that that came from you know the government going, if you don't take care of this as an industry we are going to censor for you. We are going to be your censors. And the, the industry was like, well, they fuck. Scared. Yeah, they were like, fuck that. We need to do... This is different. This is gambling. This is yeah. this is children. Gambling is regulated by the government. It's not an industry-regulated totally. thing. I mean, even casinos get, you know, inspected by the government or, or an agency contracted by the government to make sure that the, the, it's all fair and regulated. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, rig- rigging systems is just the way, you know, the, the lay of the land. Loot boxes, they could literally put whatever the hell they want with whatever the hell drop rates they want in those things. It's just like. Right. I think one of the most helpful, I think uh, the approach of informing the consumer is really great. And I think in that vein, I think one of the most helpful things would be if games were forced to when you go into their store, show a lifetime counter of how much you spent on the game. I agree with that. I think if... if Although I kind of don't want to know how much I've spent on Warframe. Right. <laughs> but I think... But it would I, be good. I think that will give you that moment of... Uh, of of uh, you you of like you've bought a couple too many video games this month and you're looking at your bank statement going, oh, shit. I think... I think... Um, was this game really worth fifteen hundred dollars? Yeah, you know I mean? I, over over a, over a three month period, spending right. fifteen hundred dollars on a game, really? Totally, totally. You know, is that worth it? I think, uh, yeah, and I think like yeah, if if you are like if you are told, 
or even something like in in 2017 you've spent uh 100 bucks on microtransactions in Rocket League. Yeah, I don't and think it I, needs to be an extremely detailed breakdown, yeah, but and, like maybe and, a yearly or monthly. Yeah, yeah. I think I think yearly would be great cuz then I'd be like I could treat it like okay, if I was subscribed to WoW or if I if I bought a game or how many games worth did I pour in like you could you could you could weigh the value of money spent easily over the amount of time and enjoyment and whatnot in the game and you and you could even see things like well I didn't really need to buy this many cars I should yeah. I should back off I think that that's that's a good first step I I think I think that um I mean and this this even gets to the point of like console owners because most of these transactions go through like PlayStation networks you know like PlayStation mm-hmm. store or totally. you know the uh, Microsoft Xbox marketplace and I I honestly think you should be allowed to for any one specific game or another set a monthly spending limit so, because like you're not paying attention to right. it unless you're writing down every single transaction that your microtransaction making, you know, I mean, like you, you keeping track of that number is a bit difficult, especially with the way Sony runs their store. Right. So, so what I suggest there's a there's a website. It's called privacy.com, I believe. The logo is like a red little box. I've been using that because what they do is basically you just plug in your card information and they can use that to create basically like virtual debit cards. And so you can create a virtual debit card, say, hey, if this card gets charged more than this amount in a month, then just decline it. And so I just created a video game card and put that card into my PSN and into my Steam. So if if I spend more than, say, 60 bucks a month... On video games through online transactions, obviously this doesn't count if I go physically, yeah. then it will just decline it and it will tell me th- transaction failed. I mean, that's a that's a it's a it's a third party website, but it's 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 a good way to to monitor your spending. Um, I just feel like if 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 Steam and PSN and Microsoft came together and and on the store page or whatever, you were able to check how much money you spent on microtransactions in the lifetime of the game or in this year or whatever. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Um have have a have a have a number of how much money I've given to that freaking orc with his hands rubbing together. Oh god. Um and give me the option to press a button so that Talion can grab a sign with that number on it and smack him in the face with it. That'd be so satisfying. Yeah. I mean, like pe- people like me who keep a budget, um, you know, can keep track of their, uh, right. their spending a little bit easier. But it's uh, yeah, it, it's uh, honestly for me too. Like when I was when I was really spending money in Warframe, I had a difficult time, you know, remembering and calculating all of that spending when I had totally. to go do my budget. It's it's right, and like for me too, I tend to be an impulsive person. Oh. So if there's an evening where I'm like, fuck, I really want this, like, it'll be very hard for me not to get it. So if I, if I, if I try to purchase it and my card gets declined, then that gives me an out. Cause then I can say to myself, oh, I've reached the monthly limit. Hey, listen, if I really want it, I can just buy it next month. That gives me an out and stops me from thinking about how much I fucking want it. Yeah. So 
it's just like, man. <sighs> I just do you do, if 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 video game companies wanted to take care of their players, this would be really nice. Yeah, and it it's it's also like a small thing, but I I get it. They want to make the most money they can. I just. Uh, I feel like we can be a little, little nicer to one another in in the industry, but maybe that may, maybe in twenty seventeen, that's too much optimism. <laughs> it's been a hell of a year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like Mass Effect breaking my fucking heart. Oh my god. Um. So we're we're almost at an hour mark here. Totally. Um. So let's let's go with uh with our last uh. Last little little question is: well, these games looking forward to future thing? predictions, future uh, uh, with, with a little asterisk next to it. Next to it is uh, is this is predictions. We don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, if you want accurate predictions, again, go to Jim Sterling. <laughs> yeah, he's he's good. He's good. But what about? Are we gonna still do the releases? The- um, yeah, no- let's do it. Let's do it uh, really quickly right after yeah. this last question. Okay. So. I think that we've really hit a boiling point this year with microtransactions. And I think weirdly enough, what it took was to have the most downvoted thing on Reddit. That's what it took. Cause that's when mainstream media was like, Hey, look at this. And that's when everybody was like, Oh attention? shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think this is a good cautionary tale for future developers. Uh, I think we'll be here again with EA, because that's We're always going to be true. I think we'll be see. here again with Activision, but I think well, what I'm my my ray of sunshine in the future is first party development from Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo, because they make their money through console sales. Hey, you know what? What amazing, amazing game that had loot crate like things in them that had no money required outside of it after you bought it. Which one? Horizon Zero Dawn, which is one of the best games I've played in yes. a very, very, yes. very long time. I'm so I excited. platinum the shit out of that game because it is so, so good. Yeah, I, uh, I recommend. I'm it. still working on my way to beating it. I'm DLC's like in the la- last soon. sections. The DLC came out, I think. Did it? Yeah, yeah I, I got a Frozen Wild. Go borrow my friend's copy and, and yeah. play the. DLC. Yeah, I think I think I think it came out, and there's also now like a. Uh, special edition where you get the best <laughs> game in the DLC and one thing. The game of the year edition. Yeah, kind of thing. Not yet. Not uh, yet. It is. It should I be. Ho- I hope so, though. It I mean, be. man, what they did with that game was is so special. I they, just want to give a shout out to Ashley Birch. Yeah. She is one of the Phenomenal. funniest ladies I've ever seen, but also like right. an amazing voice actress. Yeah, a lot of range there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, I think things are going to calm down in 2018. And then the next trend is going to kick in that monetary stuff, whatever that is. And then we're going to be here again. Um, and I know that's vague and that's an easy prediction. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we're, this isn't over. We need to, like, my, right. my big thing is, is that like this, this may feel like a victory and it may seem like uh, right. all this loot box stuff is getting beaten to the ground in terms of like, right. you're getting hit in the face with all these stories about it every day. But at the same time, if you let up, if we let up and we don't stop bugging them, this will just get yeah. swept under the carpet again. And we'll have this problem again. Yeah. Listen, as long as people vote with their wallets, Please. Uh, I canceled my Battlefront 2 pre-order. 
that sends a clear message. It says, Don't "Hey, pre-order, you, period. you you could have had me." Well, uh, I'm on the scam. I'm on the Best Buy Gamers Club Unlock thing. Oh, I'm sure, but like it's so still... so it's uh, it's 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 cheaper, um, and I pre-ordered it way before any of this stuff was out, and I was like, I was just really pumped for the story mode. That's why I wanted to buy that game. I was yeah, like, which I hear is only like two to four hours. Yes, and <laughs> um. It's also bad because, like, from from the reviews I've seen, there's, like, a clear, like, uh, like, all of a sudden you play as Luke. And it's like, what? why am I playing as Luke? And it clearly feels like an executive was like, well, they can't have a story mode without Luke. Put a mission as Luke in. Or and then developers were like, what? <laughs> okay. Or they, were, or they were trying to uh, give you the heroes that were going to be in multiplayer right. so that you'd want to buy them more when well, you get some multiplayer. The whole story mode is just multiplayer maps. That's lazy as hell. It's bad. All right. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also the thing that sucks is like the promise of the story mode was that you're going to play as the Empire and be the bad guy. And oh. then apparently that's true for like just a little bit in the beginning. And then immediately it's like, oh, no. And then she turns good. And it's like, oh, Yay. why? Why Yay. do you do this to me? EA destroyed Mass Effect earlier this year. It's my I'm, favorite game franchise. I'm worried about Bioware, man. Bioware's already gone. I don't know, you know, like the doctors left um, a while back. I'm, it's all they basically what what EA has done is when they bought Bioware, they made they just infused them into EA as yeah. in their company, and they are now just their RPG division. So, so <laughs> since we're talking about predictions, oh, you yeah. think Bioware is next on the chopping block? No, I think Bioware is going to stay around because the name recognition is okay. Right. Um, it depends if on how Anthem, well they do with Anthem. Yeah. If yeah. Anthem fails, they might. They they really need they to. They might go. Yeah. They so, might get axed. Uh, uh, they might just be turned into like EA RPG. Yeah. Which is a damn shame because Bioware has made some of the best games ever made. So. Although I feel like. Anthem is going to come out post all this backlash. So EA is going to try to be like, no, we're the good guys again. Yeah, I hope they... What I really uh, want EA. EA to do, what I really want EA to do, and hey, if, if anybody who works for EA is listening, which I doubt they will, but if you are... They're not listening this far, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's just an hour of us being like, God, you suck. Let the developers make a fucking game Stop interrupting them, stop telling them what the fuck to do, and stop dictating every aspect of how they make right. their games because you are destroying the industry and the art. It is becoming a paint-by-numbers bullshit game now, and I'm getting tired of it. And, like, I get it. You have to make money. Um, no, I get it. I think... How I th much? How right. much money I think, do you fucking need? Right. I think, like, with Visceral and their game, like, oh, no. I understand that the whole thing was, like, that that game was going to be probably incredibly expensive. Yeah, but it was still going to be amazing. Right. It was probably going to be amazing. Th they already killed um, Star Wars, um, what was the, the 2017 something? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Boba, you know, the rumored Boba Fett prequel right, right. thing. You know? Totally. But I don't think it was in the end. It was 2323 anyway, um, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Somebody in the comments is yelling at us already. <laughs> but I, you know, um, 
as 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 much as the these systems are souring AAA development, yeah, this is still one of the best year as far as quality games coming out. That is true. that I can remember. So um, it is true. Some great. I don't games care. Do whatever uh, you want, EA. If you make a bad game, I'm just not gonna buy it. It's as simple as that. What was the uh, game that came out recently by? Um, was it Ninja Theory? It was uh, Hellblade. Hellblade. Yeah, like that game. I haven't played it, but I've watched a couple of things of footage. Yeah. I've looked into reviews. It I've read about amazing. it. It looks amazing. How much is it? Thirty bucks. Because the company said we're gonna charge you. What the game is actually worth for the right. player, and they've already made their money back. Yeah, and I think I think honestly, like that that game is, I would pay sixty bucks for that game, right? Straight up. I know it's indie. I, I mean, like indie because they self published it, as far as I know. Right. It's it's I, it's, it's a beautiful game, God. and it's 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 one amount of money. Like, definitely for for linear linear and story games. Uh, uh, and single player games loot boxes are a bad idea yeah like why the hell did they put loot boxes in Shadow of War uh, because it's WB um, man this has just become a roast fest of, the, it of is. developers it is or publishers yeah, I'm, I'm still okay with the developers I just want the developers to be able to make right. the games they want to make and right now they are not if you love video games you need to stand up against the publishers and tell them to stop fucking with your developers because they fucked with Bungie and they made Destiny 1 into the mess that it was. Right. Because Destiny 1 was going to be great, I'm pretty sure, because they've done a lot of and data mining and there's a lot of well. post-fact thing. Yeah. yeah. But, God, like, it's just constant with these people. They just don't back right. down. Closing thoughts on loot boxes, then. Fuck them. Uh, that's, yeah. that's my closing thought. I'm Fuck them. Just give me a store, god damn it. <laughs> I'll spend store. money on you even if you even if you're not free. If you just let me buy the thing that I want. You wanna know what I want? A good game with a good story. Man. Can I just have that? Yeah. I, I mean I had it with, with Horizon, but please just, I'm gonna, just make I'm, it. I'm gonna end with this. Thank God for Naughty Dog. <laughs> <laughs> As Jim Sterling would say, thank yeah. God for me. One hundred percent. Um you wanna run down real quick here? Yeah. Paper. So uh you went through some releases for for next week. Yeah. And picked out a, a couple things that uh, we should be looking out for. Yeah. Obviously, you don't have to pre-order anything. That's not a. It's not a thing that you should be worried about. I don't pre-order. We things. don't worry about it. We just things that look interesting. I used to work at GameStop. I will never pre-order a damn game again. Mm. Um, I pre-ordered very, very rarely. If I'm like, if I'm like certain that even if this game is mediocre, I will love it. I pre-order. You want to know something? The last game that I pre-ordered was well. That's not true because I pre-ordered Stick of um, the Fractured Butthole because mm -hmm. it came with Stick of Truth. Later, I found right. out that they were just going to give that away with every single fucking copy, regardless of pre-order. But <laughs> uh, anyways, the the, la the last game truly that I pre-ordered because I wanted to pre-order the game and not for some other gimmick was Mass Effect Andromeda. I was looking forward to Mass Effect Andromeda so much. It was oh, the man. only game series I was ever going to pre-order ever again and get the collector's editions of, too. Fuck that. I'm never yeah. pre-ordering a goddamn game again. Yeah, I pre-ordered uh, Dark Souls 3. Uh, I was very happy with that because oh. 
It came with a disc of the soundtrack. See, that's worth it. Like a tangible yeah. item. Game stuff. I mean, pre-orders used to come with cool shit. Now totally. it's just like little costumes and skins and games that don't right. matter. Like, just shut up. Everybody can. Can we just? Can you just okay. please turn into CD Projekt Red? Yeah, please. Um, we gotta run down these yeah, games real quick because we're way over. Hold on, now we're about. Okay. Yeah, we're we're way over. Um. So, what what games were you thinking of this week? Um, I I didn't really honestly get a chance to look at the releases because I was, uh, at three in the morning putting <laughs> the stories together. Well, the, so, so I'll just let you take it over if okay. that's okay. So, uh, this week there's really, or next week I should say, there's really not that much uh, coming out. Right. But there are a few things that caught my eye. Um, we've got PUBG for Xbox One coming out. I'm personally not an Xbox owner, but I am very excited for Xbox owners to get their hands on this thing because okay. it 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 is a phenomenon. It really is. Right. I can't wait till it comes. Um, this didn't come out this week. It came out a little while ago, but I want to try and push it again. Um, you've got uh, Planes of Eidolon expansion just came out for Warframe. It's a free game. Download it. Enjoy the Planes of Eidolon. I, you know, there's n you have n there's no risk. I might in doing actually this. do that. Um, yeah, do it on PS4 so we can play. I can hook you up with some stuff because I, I I logged in and I found that I had a lot of platinum, which is the currency you have to pay for. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Still, yeah, because I I, nice. I never spent it. I guess. Um, so. I'm also looking at um, Resident Evil 7 Gold. So that that's Resident Evil 7 with all of the uh, DLCs. Another like Game of the Year edition type of, type of thing. Which is generally how I think I'm going to buy games in the future. I'm going to just wait. Just wait and see the reviews. And right. then wait for the Game of the Year or, you know, the, the, the collectors. Or not the collectors, the compilation totally. discs. You know, that have all of the shit on them so I don't have to spend more money. Um... Uh, I wish we, I had the mental fortitude to do that. <laughs> uh, we have uh, we have Fallout 4 VR, which I know very little about, but right. I think it'll be interesting to see how it goes, regardless of whether it's good or bad. I'm very interested to see how it goes because Bethesda's got a little bit more to prove. Uh, I think they did a great job with Wolfenstein and Doom, though. Like, oh my God, Doom was great. Anyways, I, I, I got off track. Um and the final one that I'm actually excited about is another Okami remaster. Wait, which one is which? Which one is Okami? That's the that's the, that's the um uh it's the dog. Uh, it's in cel shaded, drawn like animation. Can we quickly here? I'll I'll bring up an image of yeah. Uh, I uh new games newest releases. What's that right there? Okami. Huh. Okami was a fantastic game. Um, they already released a... I, I can't even really call it a remaster or an up-res or anything because it was released on the Wii. I'm not aware <laughs> of this game, so... Yeah, it's it's pretty good. So I'm excited cool. to see that it's coming to, I believe... Um, yep, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, oh, I believe um, Ubisoft is doing a thing where they're giving away some games for free on their UB store thingy on PC. Oh, I believe uh, one of those is Black Flag. You can just get it. Don't if I'm wrong on that, I'm sorry. Just go look up UB the UB store thing. Again, it's not gonna hurt you to look at it. Yeah. Just Google it, you know? Yeah. Uh anyway, so, uh for me my pick would definitely be Warframe. I'm gonna check it out tonight. Yes, please. Uh, yeah. It's very and good. And then Fallout for VR if you have VR seems really cool. 
Yep. People have been saying good things about the Skyrim one, I think. Yeah. I, and you know what? I'm actually surprised that like PlayStation VR, uh, this one's coming out for PC though, mm-hmm. but I'm surprised that PlayStation VR has been one of the more successful VR systems over Oculus or Vive. I think, um, I think it's just, it's because it's so easy to plug and play. The, uh, the cost entry is, is so low compared to the other two yeah, systems. I think it's cost and then Resident Evil 7. Oh I think yeah. Those are the two yeah. things. Yep. Resident um, Evil 7. Anyway. We need to we need to Wrap close out. Yep. Um, Take it away. So uh, sign off stuff. Oh, cool. I gotta give you my Twitter account. I guess I don't really use it, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> listen, if you look at my Twitter, all of this is just me tweeting at Dan Harmon. You're a genius over and over. Oh yeah, you're crush. Um, yeah. No, a lot of a lot of my Twitter is just like me tweeting at random people saying, "Hey, I watched your stuff. It's really good. Good job." And then just just like uh, a uh, freaking whatever they're called, like the Western ball of thing tumbles tumbleweed. over, tumbleweed crosses the frame. <laughs> no, <response. laughs> no, nobody there. It's yep. just sand everywhere. Um, anyway. Um, you can check out my YouTube channel. I have very little on there, but what I have is pretty funny, I guess. Well, where can they find that? Uh, I don't know the actual URL, but it's individual K-L-I-M-E. Uh, that's awesome. Um, well, uh, my Twitter is at the Vanilla Chris. The Vanilla Chris. Yeah, because I'm boring. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> uh, what's your Twitter? Uh, it's, again, individual K L I M E, individual climb. But yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. That's it. It like has an artsy feel to it. Like uh, it's inspired by Ghost in the Shell, um, standalone complex second gig, and right. for individual eleven and climb was my uh my my handle in World of Warcraft and EverQuest. I feel like going to your Twitter, I would need to have like a glass of wine in my There's hand. a lot of politics there. <laughs> it's all politics. I'm a very angry person when it comes to politics. Right. So. Uh, well, uh, no, no. all of all of his views are yeah. not representative of the show. No, 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 no they're not representative. My, no. my, my political views are separate from the show, so right. don't, don't uh, take them. Like, it's kind of like how Colin uh, from Kind of funny. funny. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, this has been Button Masters, the podcast where we nerd out about video games uh, or like shit talk for an hour and 15 minutes, sure, uh, yeah. <laughs> depending on our mood. It's 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 it a, a bad it's a bad mood week about loot boxes. But I thought it was a good mood because the conversation went pretty well. Yeah, that. I think so, too. Yeah. I think I think we had a fun show. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, uh, Button Mashers, uh, on iTunes, Button Mashers and uh, all your podcasting services and whatnot. You can find us on YouTube if you type in Game of Dorks. Uh, there's the the link doesn't work because uh, YouTube has a thing where you need a certain amount of subscribers to be able to get a custom link, which doesn't make any sense. But whatever, well, that's face- a- Facebook kind of has the same thing, but it's yeah. only like twenty five. Yeah, you th- YouTube raised it to like a hundred, and that's ridiculous. We're just under, we have like seventy six. And how I'm are like, you supposed to get more people to your website if you can't like directly tell them the URL? To yeah. It? Well, I think the thing is that we we renamed the channel. Oh, okay. And then they were like, "Oh, to change a link, you need to change your URL. You need to be a fancy channel." And I was like, "It's it doesn't do anything if you just change the letters in after the slash, whatever." Yeah, it doesn't matter. 
if you just type in Game of Dorks, Game of three dorks. words yep. uh, uh, will come up. It's like a red and black design thingy. Um, you can flash the design of it on the screen right now, actually. Um, See? Right here. Uh, if, if, if I... I'm putting it over your head. If I, if I feel like doing that... You can do edit. that. It's easy. Just do it. <laughs> All right. I'll do it. <laughs> um, I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll get on Premiere and do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I don't want to hear you be like fucking, <laughs> fucking premiere. <laughs> I hate it. Give me final cut. <laughs> yeah, um, give it back to me. <laughs> alrighty, thank you so much for listening or watching. However, you enjoy this show, I really appreciate it. And if you thank stuck you. it out this far, I'm gonna give you three claps. I'll give you two uh, because you're you're a brave soul that has stuck it out for an hour and seventeen minutes, roughly. Holy shit! Um, I hope so. you edit this down for time. <laughs> Huh? You could probably edit this down to be like 45 minutes or so. Um, oh no, this is all going up in, oh. in, in one block. You're I'm doing just gonna the lazy edit. Style? I'm, I'm just gonna edit out the beginning and the ending. I, um... This is gonna be edited out, what we're saying right now, huh? Because this is not consequential. Oh no. Oh, okay. Well, oh, goodbye, everybody. See you <laughs> next week. Bye. <laughs>